1: Welcome to Light Ears. Andy Lou, big evening. We're recording this in anticipation of Andrea Bocelli at the Chase Center.
2: Ooh.
1: Are you guys going? <laughs> no, no. What's up? Uh, Why not?
3: Come on, man. The blind tenor. I mean, look,
1: I... vocal talent is vocal talent, but I think it's outside of our price range. If um, he wasn't blind, would would we care as much? I don't
2: even know who that guy is. I had to look him up before oh, the come show to figure. Come on. Hey, look. You There's think like I know only who?
1: one fam- famous opera singer in
2: the world. I don't know. Well, that's not true. Okay. Well, I didn't right, even so know there a, were famous operas. I mean, <laughs> I saw one at White Lotus. Looked like they went to an opera thing in, in Sicily. So there was that. <laughs> is that guy? That, yeah, I, I don't know. know what that is. I, don't
1: <laughs> it's uh, I haven't started a disco
3: thing or something.
1: No what lotus. is a show. I actually haven't started season two yet, Andy. Don't spoil for me. Okay, yet. okay. it's on my it's on my weekend agenda. Might even great. get to it on a Thursday night since it's there's great. no Warriors basketball. But that voice you're hearing, special guest Dave Dufour from the Athletic. Dave, how you
3: doing, my man? Uh, you know what, man? I'm good. You're That's the, the, like the, the most basic. You're, response. you're like the Warriors.
2: You're good. Um, you're fine. Well, okay. I mean, maybe I've good. I'm, you're since, better. You're a 500 team.
3: Yeah, only. I Yeah, don't,
2: but you've been you know, feeling better the
1: since the first ten games have gotten under your belt.
3: Oh, a hundred percent! Wow, man. Yes. <laughs> hey, well, I had a. I have a really young center that I sent down to the G League. Right. And it instantly got better.
0: <laughs> no modern, less than two months in the show. Modern life is
3: unforgiving, Dave. <laughs> hey, listen. I mean, and I'm 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 just teasing. Um, I think that he's fine for a guy that's played like 15 games of basketball, right? Like. In four years or whatever it's been. So, yeah. um, you know, yeah, I think, man, the Warriors look great. So and and I, I always love when that's happening.
1: Yeah. Steve Kerr at uh today's media availability kind of mentioned that um yeah, he, he basically made sound like Wiseman's not coming back anytime soon. You know, yeah, oh, I he's, don't he's think he going is. he's going through his, you know, he's he's learning what he needs to learn, uh, and a lot of just kind of uh vague read between the lines language, you know, just stay like there's no point in Steve killing him publicly, so it was just kind of the 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 standard, the standard coach.
2: My 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 thing is if if he was good enough to come back, he'd be back. I mean, the the Warriors could use another guy. Like if he was good mm-hmm. enough to play NBA basketball, he'd be on the team playing basketball right now. So it's very simple. It, and yeah. this is an absurd quote, by the way. From C.J.
1: Holmes, Steve Kerr on James Wiseman's role. Whenever he returns to our big club, the NBA has a way
3: of sorting things out. Um, It it almost feels like a threat. What does (laughs) that even mean? He's going to make him an offer he can't refuse. That's the next line to come out. He's right though. There's nothing wrong with this quote. This is how it works. I mean, it's a meritocracy at least theoretically. Uh, You know, the Bronny James (laughs) thing may may change that, but I, I just think that. Ultimately, if he was better, he would be up there getting minutes because he was getting minutes. They gifted him. I mean, I'm not going to say gifted because you've got to try it. it. They, but they it. did give him minutes. Number when two he probably pick, wasn't. third
1: year. Yeah, you got to well, see what you have on some But level. this
3: is where the G League, and, and frankly, you almost do him a disservice by not just starting him out in the G League when he's mm-hmm. Like, let him get those reps and get all that shit out of his system where where the stakes are lower. And the spotlight isn't as bright. And so, you know, again, man, like, I, I trust the organization. I trust Steve Kerr. I mean, they've got the track record. And I don't mean the development track record. I mean the success track record. Because right. ultimately, it's not about whether James Wiseman is good or not. That the organization doesn't really care about that. They care about winning titles, which they keep doing, right? So, you know, Wiseman potentially being a bust, okay, that's fine uh, for this team in particular because – they can withstand that they can have that bust because they have Steph Curry, you know, and yeah, it's, and it doesn't matter.
1: It's, it's like, um, so you don't get the dream scenario of, of drafting your replacement to steps such as life, you know, you're still in a pretty good spot. Um, I don't know. My only but they read might on have it...
3: Right. Like the, the thing is they've got these other guys. And so like, right. this is where they're, they have done a good job. I mean, I think mm-hmm. Jordan pool is a success. They sent him to the G League. That guy was awful before he went to the G League, right? Yeah. Um I think, you know, Kuminga is a success. Look at I mean, he looked great. I thought he looked amazing guarding Luka the other night, um which is yeah. funny to say. But I thought he did a really good job well, so of he's, showing he's buying into the he's buying into his role and like I mean, he's Kerr left him out there too. So like trust is a two-way street. And I think that they offered Wiseman the trust to play. He just wasn't good enough. And now they're doing what they probably should have done in the first place, which which is start them out in the G League and build the confidence up.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed
1: so i feel like this is a perfect segue to kind of the the reason i wanted to have you on you know andy and i we're we're in the weeds of everything warriors sometimes it's nice to you know come up for a, a breath of air and talk to someone who's got kind of a a more national perspective and, you know, isn't, isn't in the weeds of every detail here. So as you said, the warriors, they're 500 right now, but in their last, um, their last 12 games, eight and four, eight and three in the games where the starters play really kind of looking, have looked like the warriors. Now what I find interesting is that three and seven start felt like they were burying themselves a massive hole. Um, and they are, they did to a degree, but the West is so jumbled. When I look at this, I'm not that concerned about the Warriors' ability to, you know, not end up in the play in or, uh, you know, any of the situations where you're kind of like, oh man, that three and ten, that three and seven start really cost you. I'm pulling up the standings right now just so yeah. we can all look at it. Uh, I was going to say, it's, it's the weirdest. So close. It's the weirdest year I've seen the West so far where it's like, I don't know, the Lakers are eight and 12. And like, honestly, they're like a good week away from being back in the playoffs again. Like everyone's everyone's
3: somewhere between three and 12 in the standings right now. I mean, the Warriors, this is a team that could run off 10 straight and be in first place. I'm just like, I was never really worried about the team in the first place, the starters all looked good just like they did in June. Right. Everything for them was still clicking. Like after that first night, I was like, oh, okay. So Steph looks great. Clay still looks rusty, which now, you know, a couple months later, Clay's looking much better. Looks like, um, and it looked like they were really trying to just force feed other things, which is what a luxury, you know, for, for this team. They were trying to force feed Wiseman. They were trying to force feed Jordan Poole on the ball as a way to get offense and make it easier so they could. Save some of these Draymond minutes that we're seeing now, right? right. Where Draymond's out there with Jordan Poole. Like organizationally, they they were aligned. And I think their plan was not a bad one. It's just that Wiseman wasn't good enough. So you couldn't get Poole going in the pick and roll. And, and so the, then that sort of cascades from there. And it you had a little bit of mopiness, maybe, from Kuminga. And and it's you can see like, okay, well, it really hinged on this one thing being successful. And it wasn't, but they pivoted so fast that really they were able to just try this shit out it failed and they're not really any worse for wear because they're only four and a half games back from phoenix so i mean i don't know they're gonna be a home court advantage team in the west i i expect what do you make of the west being so
1: just i don't want to say mediocre but just like um everyone's kind of
3: Everyone looks like they're a 47-win team. I
1: well, everybody's so feeling
3: point. their way back, right? So, yeah. so Phoenix is, is funny. Phoenix looks exactly like they did to me last year. There are some wrinkles that are different, but this is a regular season team. They're a, you know, we talked about this uh on the nerd that's coming out tomorrow. They are kind of in the position where the Bucks used to be, where it was like, all right, you need to show us in the playoffs because I know that this is a really good team, but uh, you know, what we've seen in the playoffs. I don't know. I don't see anything that, that's necessarily going to be different. Denver. I mean, I'm just going down the list here. Denver. a
1: Chris Ball team.
3: Right? Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Denver reintegrating Jamal Murray, trying to get him back up to speed. Like, again, another team. They were very much force-feeding trying to get Jamal sped up. I mean, this is like where their offense was a little clunky. That, that was part of it. Now I think they've got uh, the third best offense in the league, like 116. Offensive rating or something. The Pelicans again trying to figure out the Zion thing. They lost Brandon Ingram for a little while. Memphis hadn't had Jaron and now they've lost Desmond Bain. I mean, you could literally go down the list for every team except for the Kings who are just playing out of their like as, as God so their so full potential. Watch, they're, I mean, what a that's a perfect Mike Brown team. um Utah played above themselves, but that's a solid team if you go down the list, but they're playing above themselves. Golden State. We just mentioned why they underperformed. Minnesota, we don't know if they're underperforming or not, but I I bet they they go on a little run. Well, I bet they go on a run now, yeah. (laughs) Portland's outplayed themselves. Dallas, to me, they're about a 500 team because they're they're short a guy um, losing Brunson. Oklahoma City, this is about what they are. The Lakers, I think that this is about what they are. San Antonio, they're way worse than their record shows. (laughs) And same with Houston, right? So you can go down and it's like, oh no, it makes sense given the context of how many Mm -hmm. teams are not only fighting injuries this season, but reintegrating big pieces this year, you know, Phoenix, it makes sense to me that they're so good right now.
2: When, when I look at these standings, I'm, I'm already, I'm already switching over to the playoffs because I'm with you, right? We assume that the Warriors four seed, you know, maybe three seed, four seed worse. I mean, maybe five seed, I guess. Um, I'm looking at these teams and thinking which ones are going to be the ones that are going to be the scariest for the Warriors come postseason. I'm with Sam. I'm con- I'm with you if, if you're saying the Phoenix is a regular season team, but does Denver, New Orleans, and Memphis figure it out the next sixty games? And by figure it, I mean do their young guys become superstars? Because that for them, that's like they don't. We don't know. How good John Morant Desmond been and Jaren Jackson are going to be like? Are those guys championship players? We have no idea. Same with Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. No idea. And uh, same with Zion and Brent Ingram. We have no idea if those guys are championship playoff players. We have no. So I think, I think those are the three teams that I'm most fascinated about to see how far they get. Because, I mean, the Clippers is the look. I think Kawhi's done. So like, I'm not really worried about the Cl- and, then, and then Phoenix is like, how many times do we have to fucking talk about this this shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't we don't need to hear this. So and then everyone else, negligible, right? So. To me, that's how I feel. I, I don't Kawhi disagree stuff, with the, you. the Kawhi stuff you, you got. Well, kick the Kawhi out of that. thing. You well, well no, I mean, I don't have to stay out of that. I mean, I,
3: like, you know, I, I, I pride myself on not um not getting too hot in my takes, to be honest with you. But um, get hotter. It, it's reasonable to just say, yeah, at this point, oh shit, Kawhi doesn't look great. Well, part of it is Kawhi's not playing. But when Kawhi's played, I think he's looked here and there, looked okay. And you can see, okay, well, in a couple of months, maybe he'll be back. I don't know, though. But I don't trust the Clippers for other reasons. Um, what are but, those other reasons? Well, they don't run an offense. And, and then their two best players are, you know, unreliable as far as just being available. Um, so, you know, you couple those together, you just don't have system buckets when those guys aren't out there. Every bucket they get is tough. It's like, wow, they've got some really great tough shot makers. That's a bad bet in the playoffs, though. And so, you know, when I'm thinking about Denver, New Orleans, Memphis, I mean, I, I'm right there with you, Andy. I, I think Memphis Memphis showed me a lot last year, and I, and I think that they've got a little bit more in the tank. There's going to be more Desmond Bain. I mean, him. It, this is why I argued that the Warriors should have taken him second instead of James Wiseman because his playmaking, yeah, that was like, I mean, I was like a little bit facetious. I, they could have traded down, but I, right. I felt like Desmond Bain would have been perfect there. But you can see More of that on ball stuff this season. So you know, early on in the season, I think that that's going to be big for them in the playoffs. Having having two dynamic, you know, guys on the ball, but especially with the way Bain shoots it, um, they are going to be big time trouble. Uh, New Orleans need to see it, you know, and need to see it further with with all of their pieces. Um, Not really feeling Valanciunas right now, to be honest with you. Like Steven Adams really exposes him, Uh, and then Denver, I mean. I think Jokic gives you a chance in any series if you have, you know, anybody else around him. So if Murray bounces back and MPJ can stay healthy, the Nuggets are trouble for any team because yep. you can give yep. the ball to Jokic and he's going to get buckets no matter what. Like and especially against the Warriors, man. Like Looney has done okay against them, but I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to just say, "Okay, we're going to flood Jokic with Looney and then probably have to bring help with Wiggins and 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 Draymond because all of a sudden you get Jamal Murray hot. And that guy, I mean, he's just, it's like Steph when he gets hot. So um, there I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think I would go Memphis and maybe then Denver uh, as far as my fear yeah, level yeah. right now, but I think Denver can, can look better by the time we get there. They, they've got a, a high, high ceiling. Yeah, they, do. they just do. need to see them get healthier. Yeah.
1: I feel like uh, I, I think I'm with you on Memphis. Um, I wanted to, take another team before the season started as being kind of the best contender in the West. I, uh, I was very high on Minnesota. That was a mistake. So was I, um, <laughs> I, th- I also thought Anthony Edwards would take kind of the John Morant leap this year. And, um, and maybe it's coming, yeah, but it yeah. definitely didn't the first 20 well, games. Now that
3: cats out, I, th- I actually think yeah. you're going to yeah. start seeing it. And that well, I mean, game, he looked, he looked, he already so... had more space.
1: I was going to say, he looked so much happier playing yesterday. And like, it's, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I'm, playing.
2: I'm, I don't understand that. Can we talk about that for, as an organization? Just is, is your, is your, your best player is Anthony Edwards. So why, why make that move? I still, I'm don't, you know, I know I'm not a front office guy. I would never, I just, why does that make, why does that make sense to make, to make the life of your best player harder? And, and not just your best player, you but he's the face roody? of your franchise. It makes his life harder, yeah, and, yeah, exactly just a, it's making the his life the cat Rudy, yeah.
1: like the right. it's the too big thing, like it's not a, you know, it's not a great fit. if I, they had no, if they had Chris in Paul, their defense yeah.
3: in their defense, I actually I understand what they're going for Look, it's a too big league now. It, it just it's back Draymond right? Looney, baby. I, I would make an argument it never went away. It's just that you you need skilled bigs, right? And so cat right. being a skill big. Should allow you to play two bigs. I mean, offensively, he should be on the perimeter. Like, I mean, he's a killer on the perimeter anyway. Yes, yeah, so he I, lets I everyone know he's the greatest shooting big of all time. <laughs> well, and, and he's not. He may be the most prolific until they, you know, Jaron Jackson gets another year or two under his belt. And then we can just. I mean, he
1: can nice legitimately shoot. shoot it. No, one, no yeah. one's disputing
3: that. Right. But he also can put it on the floor. And <laughs> so, like, you know, Rudy Gobert on offense is good at two things, right? He's good at screening and he's good at offensive rebounding. And so to me, I look at that team and I wonder, I mean, Rudy Gobert only had one rebound last night. Um, and, and part of that is, you know, they gang him up, you know, they, uh, sure. they keep him off the glass. But still, I mean, you know, you need a little bit more effort. So some of this is on Rudy. But I just don't get why, like, you know, why is not there some cat Rudy pick and roll? Now, I know Rudy can't really catch the ball when he's moving, and that's a problem, uh, you know, especially for a guy who's supposed to be a dive man. But um, I, I don't know. I, I just think that it can be a little bit more creative. but. Without Cat out there, they can add. They can play with another wing. They could play with. I mean, you know, they're gonna Nas Reed minutes are gonna be huge, and everybody's gonna be calling for him to to get more minutes even when Cat comes back. But they can play with another wing and open up that space. And I think some spread pick and roll for Anthony Edwards is gonna. We're going to start seeing a guy that looks like he's taking steps forward. Maybe not elite, right. but but steps forward. I mean, and I thought that first game, you saw it on both ends from him. I mean, he had steals, he had blocks, he was all over the place defensively, very energetic, and he, and, yeah. re, and controlling the pace on offense, including setting Rudy up for a couple of lobs. One of which he, you know, he blew, but he almost blew the next one, but he got it. So yeah,
1: I'll give you. Here's my conspiracy theory on the wolves uh weird roster construction. I think they want to trade cat. I think they just saw they saw go bears like, look, man, I don't think this is our, fi- the final version of this team. We just have an opportunity to add a three-time defensive player of the year. Um, And then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll say we're committed to this, but really we're looking to move cat for higher level kind of wing pieces. And then, you know, D is going to expire. And then that's our team. Anthony Edwards, the best wings we can get and Rudy Gobert, And it's, it's not a bad idea if they can get there. That's what I think they wanted to do. But um, yeah,
3: that's this Carl is Anthony town seemed like a winning player to you. No. Right. <laughs> it's so. uh
1: it's, I, I think we've, we've hit a, a certain point where it's, you kind of have to call it how it is with him until proven otherwise. Yeah. Last playoffs was really bad for him too. It's like, yeah, you're the, was. you're the, you're the franchise guy, but they're pulling you off the floor. Like, then we have to have a conversation. Well, he he
2: he tries too hard. He's it seems like he's mentally just not there. Yeah, it's not like a skill he's, level thing. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a you're you're either trying too hard on one end, trying to do too much, or then you're just not smart enough. It's just yeah. I and and the other thing with Anthony Edwards too, it's like I don't I watch him and I don't also don't think he's like this incredible high iq superstar player like i don't get that from anthony the talents there the scoring's there the athleticism all that is there but i don't get this like like jason tatum is, is a guy that i watch and i'm like yeah he's smart he makes the right plays Could shoot you get it gets his teammates involved i don't really get that from anthony Edwards. so he's young but like i don't i don't like jason tatum's probably maybe his ceiling i don't think he's i just don't think he's that guy if I can defend Anthony Edwards, just, I mean, even though I know it's not an attack, I, I will say this Um, is
3: year three for him. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. And, and one of those years was weird. Um, He plays with D'Angelo Russell in the <laughs> backcourt. So yeah. It's tough, man. Like, um, you know, so defenses load up on him and I, it is just different. Now I, I will, I will admit, I've been disappointed in his start to the season. So I'm excited to see what it looks like without cat out there. Cause I do think that that's a big deal. You know that that space is not quite the same when Cat's out there, and it ought to be. It should be better theoretically because Cat is a talented offensive player. But they've also got you know their defense hasn't really been good, and I just that's can't the bigger that's possible. With, that's the bigger issue. Than two bigs,
1: yeah. But I mean, but they're going to be better now. Cat and Cat and Rudy is so slow. Like the Warriors Wolves game was probably the best example of that where Draymond is just taking it coast to coast every time, and God he's looked amazing that's another conversation but it was just basically it's like you can't keep up with me i'm just gonna i'm just gonna
3: go coast to coast layup drill on you i I don't know over and over again i don't know what it must have been like to get laughed at on a basketball court man like (laughs) i just wow yeah that was a demoralizing game um yeah if, if i was minnesota
1: and we know we know draymond takes that seriously we know he's it makes him feel a certain way that Rudy has three and he only has one defensive player of the year. And I get it. Um, and you know what? You got to find reasons to kind of dig in to get your intensity on like a late November game, but man, he takes those personal. I guess I don't well, want
3: year to yeah. year awards, man. They miss the forest for the trees. Sure. That's, that's the thing. It's like, if it, like, like Stephen Curry has been the best player of his generation. Correct. Me. I mean, wow. that's it. Wow. I, I think he's, well, I, I said wow. on thinking basketball, he's the best player of all time and I'll make that argument, but why I, I just, and he's got two MVPs.
1: Yeah. Cause it's a, you're right. There's like the fatigue thing. It's like, it's like year the Jordan, to year. It's tough. like the Jordan thing. We saw in the nineties, Jordan won a bunch of MVPs. And all of a sudden it's like, all right, who's the best player this year? Um, Not named Michael Jordan though,
3: because we're, we're tired of giving him that many MVPs. What? I, I want to hear the argument. Well, I mean, he's, I just, <laughs> That my argument is just that he's the best player ever. I mean, yeah, he, he, I w- yeah. he's fair. doing like, look at what he has done in objectively the most skilled. And, you know, like there's more money in basketball. There's just it's harder to be Steph Curry to me than it was to be Michael Jordan. Right. Mac- Michael Jordan was a standout in his time, but basketball wasn't nearly as competitive as it, as it is now. I just think Steph Curry is doing it at a, it's a higher level, higher degree of difficulty. I don't care. Like I also don't care as much about the longevity of career or whatever, but at this point that's not even an argument because I think <laughs> right. Steph has done this long enough. And so I, I don't have, um, you know, any sort of rubric cause I'm not that guy. I'm not sitting around, you know, looking at box scores no trying board? to figure this out. No, but, and, and <laughs> also this is very much a gut and, and feel thing, but yeah, sure. I mean, I think sure. Steph Curry is the greatest of all time. Wow. I'm done saying he's top 10.
1: Uh, you, you're you getting at something I've been kind of arguing for a while, which is like, we do this thing where we don't think the game evolves for the better. Right. Like, and so we've, Steph has basically made it impossible for a big to be a first option. And win a title against the Warriors, you just can't do it. So I always Nikola Jokic, I,
2: Jokic might be that problem. By the way, he might have Jokic
1: might too. have a claim to be better than like half of the bigs who we talk about as like greatest of all time. But yeah, but be Giannis. It. Yeah, exactly. I I would make the case Giannis is the best big of all time just because he he can actually guard the perimeter, and I don't know that Kareem could. I don't know that Ch- you know like those guys could. But that's a my point is whenever you make those cases, you have to kind of make the argument okay if they're matched up in some sort of
0: (laughs) mythical game what is
1: it what does it look like and like when I when I see people say someone like Kareem's the greatest of all time Kareem was great for his era and he's a legend and everything but what does he do in an era where he has to guard 35 feet out because Steph can still shoot from 35 feet in his era but can Kareem guard in that much
3: space and although Steph, step if he's shooting pre three point line that true that shot's a bad shot right true yeah <laughs> like, I mean look man I, again um I don't I don't deal in the whole era discussion so I'm able to flippantly say that Steph Curry is the greatest of all time because yeah. it doesn't matter now Ben Taylor on the other hand he can't he has to you know he's got a, a process I think he disagrees with me but he let me say it on his podcast. I
2: mean, most people would probably disagree with, with you. I wouldn't because I didn't watch Michael Jordan, yeah. so I don't care. And also, I you don't, don't care who agreed with
3: germ theory when it came out. Man, I, I'm oh I, I'll be God. on the right side of history here. I, I uh,
2: I, you know, I think one, one thing's interesting you bring, out. I want to uh, talk about this more. Uh, regular season versus postseason, two completely different sports in basketball, and why the awards kind of don't make sense is. Uh, which is why we make fun of the Suns, because every, what we watch today in November has is uh, totally non-existent by the time April comes around. Uh, it, you know, it's a, it's a basketball issue. It's a, it's a too-many-games issue. It happens in baseball, too. It's totally different. It doesn't happen in football, obviously, because every week is the playoffs in football. So, yeah, I find that one interesting. That's probably why Rudy Gobert has has X amount of, you know, DPOIs and, and Draymond only has one, because... You no know, no sane person in history. W- <laughs> oh my god, no sane person in history watches uh playoff basketball in the postseason and watches Draymond play defense and watches Rudy Gobert play defense and, and you and tell you with a straight face. <laughs> and then well, there's, this and then there's like, why is his
3: suit like
2: his suit? Is, is that shimmering? It's a like... Great suit, it's a great suit.
1: Yeah, I was like, I was like, I wanted to see Andy make fun of Rudy Gobert while looking at him wear a suit. Where I know Andy's mind is, I want that suit. Andy that has suit. that suit.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, look, the Draymond Rudy thing is funny because, like, both can be true. I think Rudy Gobert is a generational uh, rim, rim protecting yeah. center, but Draymond Green is probably the greatest defender in NBA history, and that's different. <laughs> and it's just like. Draymond Green changed and defined the era of basketball that he plays in. Teams were just tearing themselves apart trying to find a small ball center because <laughs> they thought that's what it was. It was just a short guy playing center. Yeah. Right. Like it's just, it, he just, Draymond Green's existence. A lot of tweeters, a lot of tweeners,
1: the lot of tweeners saw their draft stock jump up 20 spots because yeah. of Draymond.
3: Yeah,
2: Robert Covington has made a career. Oh, my God. I was just about to say, <laughs> Rob. I didn't want to cut you off, but that's the guy. That's the guy. He's fine. I can't stand it. He is. He's fine. He's it. totally fine. But I can't stand Robert Covington. No, you the, you can't like, You can't stand
3: of
1: think pieces. I was like, oh, if they add Covington, it's over the for the Warriors. It's Covington. over. <laughs>
3: Use your we eyes. Did that I'm Seventeen g- times. Oh. Robert Covington's only been in the league ten years, or eight years, or whatever, and we've we've had that piece ten times. So
2: how many times so- do I have to hear DeAndre Ayton be like a like oh he's gonna be oh. too big Hold and then I'm watch? Hold
3: on now. Oh now Aiden might oh. be the guy, man. He. Oh. He's you see young. him doing
1: military press in his I'm, in a towel. Oh no,
2: you're serious man. Immediately, Dave? immediately,
1: oh, no. ha- I've disqualified him because he did it in a
2: towel. <laughs> yeah, just
1: too much, too much. Uh, yeah. Too, too much, much dip, on his, ship. Too much yeah, dip exactly. on his ship too much exactly i'm not ship. buying yeah. him not buying but then again you, you said it i need to see them actually do it in the playoffs after last year they're officially on fraud watch at all times for me until they <laughs> until they prove it you know it's like how i felt about the donovan mitchell go bear jazz they were fun until i was like all right
3: you're either gonna take a step or this is just who you are um I mean, yeah, basically, but the Suns are like a high level version of that. Like if they make the conference, the Western conference finals, which should be a successful season, Mm -hmm. like I'm just going to say that straight up. If they get to the conference finals, man, what a great season for them. Um, But I would be shocked if they got out of there right now because I just haven't seen anything different. You know, Jacques Londale is really interesting, but (laughs) you know. Not that interesting.
1: That's not the piece that they were missing to get him over the top.
3: Yeah. That's like you telling me, oh man, we get this great middle relief guy. Okay, cool. Uh, Who's hitting home runs for you? And and Devin Booker, like Devin Booker's a home run hitter. He is better. He
1: is getting better. Um, I was, I was thinking about it. I was like, he might be the best guard in the league after Steph and Luca. He might be there. Mm -hmm. Um, I might have, I might, he just subtly keeps getting better. And obviously it's easy to say the night after he goes for 51, that
3: he looks great. Um, He competes though, man. Like he I competes know. now in a way, and maybe he did when the, like, I, I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he did compete the same way when the team was bad, mm-hmm. but he's better now. And so yeah. the way he competes is smarter. And I mean, especially defensively, he doesn't get, get enough credit for the way he fights. I mean, the guy is, he's kind of skinny, but he holds his own, man. Like he's got to be, I do respect the looks. way he goes about his business. Like he yeah. plays the game very honestly,
1: tries to play team ball on both ends, and good guy to have on your team. I wanted to before we before we get out of here. There's so I I think the two best teams or the two biggest concerns for the Warriors are obviously out east, Milwaukee and Boston. They
2: are the two probably best the, teams.
1: Yeah. So my question's simple: the Warriors lost GP two and Otto Porter. Those were key players in the rotation last year. Dante um is filling one of those roles. We'll see if he can fill it as well as either of those guys did. Uh Kuminga's coming around. But the general question do you think the Warriors have enough right now to hang with either of those teams or do they feel like a team who should be nosing around for another rotation player
3: mid season? You know? I mean they they definitely could use another guy. Mm-hmm. Um I, I honestly I just want I want to see more Moses Moody. You know, the, some of the stuff that we saw out of him was so promising. Yeah. And and I, I really – that's been weird to me, and I don't know what the what the reason is there. Um, Seems like it's just a numbers game at the position. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I think that that's going to shake itself out. I think he's going to wind up – you're going to get to a point where he is going to get more minutes one way or the other. Um, you know, Jamichael Green was a guy that, that I know that they had high hopes for, but this is kind of – you know, he fits well, but – there is a a pretty low ceiling on Jamichael yeah. Green out there, and, but I just don't know who else you can. He's get. not a,
1: he's not Otto Porter in this Warrior system. He's more of just one of their quintessential goon five men. Yeah, he, like
3: he does that well.
1: I'll give him yeah, that. He is he's good at that. Better There's than James Michael Mcadoo, Ooh.
3: right? Yes. Like I mean, oh you know,
2: yeah.
3: um, and, and you know, Lamb Lamb has been a nice story, but Lamb is a guy that it, man. If you're playing him in May, you fucked up.
2: Oh, right? he reminds like,
1: me, he reminds me of like JTA, like great yeah. found money to help you get through the regular season. Yeah, He better not be in your, uh, your eight man rotation. And when he's starting finals. for the
3: Lakers next year, we can all laugh, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it'd be perfect. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's just, who are they going to get right? Like, they just don't have a lot of tools at their disposal. Wiseman, you know, like God, what's his value? Like everything, you know, as far as- everything comes back. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: it's Wiseman and a pick for a team that wants to get uh, Victor Wembanyama is the is like the thing. So can yeah, the Bulls keep but- losing? The Warriors play the Bulls next. Can they look at Caruso? I mean, that's the guy that everyone. Would God. Love. I mean, God Caruso there I mean, would be so good. That's what everyone. P. J. Washington.
3: To. Yeah, PJ. PJ Washington would be great because I mean, God, he could play with Draymond and, and yeah. Wiggins out there, and that would shooter. Be, I'm, I'm looking.
1: Ran. I mean, my personal opinion is I'm looking for a guy who can play the role that Otto played, which is like for the Warriors, it's a big, a big who can play next to Looney and Draymond. So whether you want to go that way, probably someone who can shoot a little bit and someone who allows you to play Kuminga uh, on the perimeter defensively, which is clearly where his best value is. Like you, I want got a guy.
2: I got a guy. Oh, I got a guy. Who's that? Plays 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 with Steph's brother. It's pretty good.
3: (laughs) Kevin Durant. (laughs) You think he could play the stretch four role? (laughs) (laughs) The the problem is you can't you can't trade Wiggins. like Wiggins is too good.
2: Uh, Right. No, yeah, like you can't trade Clay because he's he's a core player. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, Andrew Wiggins is like a mid-borderline all-NBA guy. Well, you, you, you know can't I mean? trade like,
2: Andrew Wiggins for, for uh, uh, respect and just kind of, you know, he signed an under-market Also, deal you, tra- you. also
1: you trade him, you, you've just opened a bigger hole. Like, okay, now who's our starting three? Right. So, so that's I mean, I not trade, on the card. I trade Wiggins
2: for him, but you can't do that. I you, wouldn't you trade just, Wiggins.
1: Can't.
3: I wouldn't trade Wiggins for anything. Oh, we're I, talking about I, KD. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't trade for KD either because I think the you know the Wiggins personality fit matters so much for this team. Wiggins right? awesome. Like, yeah, Wiggins. he's down I'm kind of into defender. repeating
1: the whole sixteen to nineteen thing. You know, we, we go through the honeymoon phase Ugh. and then. And then by uh 2024 Andy and I are going to be just you know you're going to hear it on our voices every week is is dramatic. You guys just want to run
3: KD out of town again? Is that it?
2: <laughs> it's 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 something about like the the warriors winning every game by 25 and being unhappy. It really it really <laughs> makes you feel alive, you know what I mean? It's what the KD Warriors do to you. You just yeah, well, you never lose. But I'll start talking to Ethan. It. Well, it's I'll be like, like cheating, Ethan, don't you want right? to get back on the beat? It's a, get back it's on the
1: like beat,
3: if, buddy. It's like if you're playing a video game and you put it on easy mode, you can't be proud of winning, right? I get it. I understand yeah. it. Uh, you know, it creates an existential crisis. Is this all there is? Am I just going to win? Whether I show up or not, minimal effort.
2: Uh, by the yeah, way, that's, can, that's for sure what KD was like talking about with Kyrie. It probably hurt his
3: basketball, like, like, you know, like just, being a competitor, right? Like if your team is too stacked and you just win every game, I don't know if
2: that'd be fun. I, I kind of like, understand it. Kevin, you, what? how did you not know that? <laughs> you were coming to a team that what? was the best team of all time. How did you not know that? I mean,
3: you know, you know? maybe you don't know how you're going to feel in the moment, right? Like these yeah, super fair. teams seem like a good idea. And then, you know, when they do work out, you're not happy. When they don't work out, you're not happy. I mean, I, I just don't know. Maybe it just, KD needs to just be KD and some role players. No, it's got and it's gonna win a title. It's what he's got now. <laughs> if they were, if they if they came out of the East, would you be shocked? <laughs> I would. I would be. Sho- All right. Shocked is the wrong word. This roster- if they came out of the East because of KD, would you be like, oh yeah, KD's that guy? okay, let me put it this way. KD is good enough to be the best
1: player on a team that comes out of the East. That team will not be the currently constructed Brooklyn Nets (laughs) roster. That's that's I'm just gonna put that out there. Like, is there a world in which they somehow flip one of or like three of their six? Great Chris
3: Middleton for KD and just have yeah. the Bucks win the title? Oh
2: my God, the Bucks will win eighty <laughs> games. Well, the thing about the the Nets is, uh, well, they they kind of do want to copy the Warriors a little bit. Now they just I just realize it's so funny because you got Kyrie and then you got Ben Simmons, you got the guy that can't shoot, passes <laughs> the ball a lot and plays defense, right? Ben Simmons, Draymond. yeah, but Draymond can make layups again. Uh, Dray- Draymond's also a way better defender a, and, and actually has a brain. He's not soft. Right? This is so a
1: fun. Like, uh, this is a fun stat. Guess what team of uh, the NBA runs the has run the least pick and roll in the NBA this year. The Warriors? No, I mean they're oh. always in the they're always towards the bottom. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's the Nets. Yes. I mean, is that that's actually not that surprising. I would have guessed like the Nuggets, just because they play
1: through yo, know, you know, a team that plays through on not their point guard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's the team that loves to iso every I saw, I saw, every play, which just makes the Ben Simmons thing funnier because you could see a that's world it. in which like you running a pick and roll with him and Kyrie could work him and he could work, yeah, but yeah. nope, gotta, gotta get to your bag at all times. Right.
3: <laughs> I think they're going to be better. I think they're going to be better than what, what we've seen. Just cause I think Ben Simmons has got, he's gotten better.
1: He as has he's played more. And it, sucks.
3: it was the first five, 10 games were too sad. I was like, this can't be it for him. Well, I, I'm going to look, he clearly is still dealing with the back. It is, it is obvious. Like you can watch him when he, he'll sometimes go up to block a shot. And Mm -hmm. if he comes down a little weird, like he he winces a little bit, like that guy is going through it physically as well as mentally. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I I think that they're going to be better. I don't believe in the nets, but I believe in Kevin Durant. And I think Simmons is better.
1: Well, I think, I think the league would love to see the nets versus the warriors get a little KD versus the warriors, but I'm going to bet against it. Dave really appreciate you coming on. Have a good one, man. Good to see you guys,
3: guys. For real, like, it's been too long. We'll do it again sometime soon. Appreciate you, Dave. Yeah.